good evening. Furious Op does customers have finally had their services restored tonight, but the company has suffered another corporate and public relations disaster. 10 million users were without their phones and internet today, which was crippling for business and dangerous for the sick and elderly. A late afternoon apology from the Optus chief. We're deeply sorry that it occurred and we will do everything we can to make sure it doesn't happen again. But she disagrees with the description from others that this was unprecedented. That is definitely not the case. My phone, my home, my work is all with Optus. It's been a very stressful day. No texts, no calls, no internet. 10 million Optus customers. I was like, maybe there's something wrong with my phone. Plus the rest of Australia trying to communicate with an Optus customer. We have never seen a telecommunications outage quite like this. Every state, every city. Banking, you may encounter difficulties. Hospitals, please limit calls to urgent matters only. Government services, the Poisons Information Centre hotline is currently impacted. Calls to triple zero. Cannot be made from Optus landline services. And thousands of businesses. We have no connection at all to take payments from our customers. Avenue on Chifley banked only 5% of its morning caffeine rush. Cash payments, um, a lot of clients we've had to send to the bank to pull out money. Imperial Hair Studio at Penrith was cut short. Just added to the mix of small business issues, so this is definitely a massive one yeah. for today. Lawrence Removals could not contact its drivers. I'm very angry and then I have made my mind that I'm definitely moving to another provider. And thousands of taxi drivers and passengers were at a standstill impacted either via the, uh, the call centres that they're trying to call or also uh, drivers not being able to receive jobs. Optus was alerted to the outage at 4.05am. It took two and a half hours to tell customers on Twitter we're aware of an issue. By 8.30, no further clarity, our teams are working urgently. The CEO made her first public comments just before 11, saying what it wasn't. No indication that there's anything to do with cyber at this stage. But not saying what it was. By 11 o'clock, the communications minister didn't know either. This is a fault um, deep in the core. Services started coming back online between 1 and two. Telstra shops had people queuing out the door for short-term relief, but after Optus customers' personal details were leaked by hackers last year, long-term reputational damage is incalculable. Consumers will be making judgments about the quality of service that they receive in a competitive market. And that is a raging fire Optus is trying to extinguish. Today was about restoring service and all of the root cause analysis will follow. But I can say it was a technical network issue. You must have some idea. You've been told what it is. Yes, we've been told so uh, certain things about it. But all I can say for now is that it was a technical network issue. A technical failure, but was it also a failure of management? The Singtel board is in town right now with front row seats to what's happened. They were here. 12 months ago for what happened last time, how confident are you that you will, you will keep your job? My focus today and that of the team has been entirely on restoring service to our customers. And Robert Ovadia is at Optus HQ at Macquarie Park for us. Rob, there are now calls for an inquiry into Optus.
Yeah, Mark, those calls were made today by the Greens, specifically Sarah Hanson-Young, not just because of the debacle today, but in tandem with the leaking scandal from 14 months ago. We asked the Optus CEO how she felt about a microscope by politicians being put into her business. She said absolutely not, said it wasn't necessary, and she also denied this has anything to do with staffing shortages, with the communications union suggesting that a couple of hundred Optus workers have been laid off in recent weeks and 600 in recent months. Rob, thank you. Let's go to Evan Batten at Piermont now. Evan, Optus is facing a fierce backlash tonight. Well, Mark, the apology offered by Optus will get the telco so far, but consumers are demanding compensation. Experts say this exposes the fragility of our communication systems that we rely on extensively for almost every part of our everyday lives. One of the millions impacted by the Optus outage, Maureen, whose medical alert device lost contact. That's a bit dangerous. If I'd fallen or something, I wouldn't have been able to contact anyone. Among the many ways we rely on telcos. As we see the fragility of the telco network, it connects everyone to everything. The World Wide Web links communications, data storage, energy, finance, defence, transport, education, utilities, healthcare. Break a strand the results can be calamitous. Look, we are incredibly dependent and reliant on the internet. I guess it's almost a miracle that we haven't had more problems. Our cyber watchdog warning Australia's critical infrastructure sectors are deeply interconnected. Optus insists today's was a technical issue, not an attack. I think it's more than just a software glitch or upgrade or, or a piece of hardware failure. I think there's something very deep in the network that's, that's really gone awry. There are calls for compensation and incentive to get it right. We're calling on Optus to um, think about what the right thing to do is for these small businesses that have lost trade. While what happened today wasn't so much a failure of the internet, rather the systems used by a service provider, it has highlighted our utter dependence. Some experts say though, there are so many backup systems in place that should provide us a level of confidence. Here, the problem of course was the access to it rather than the internet backbone itself. Evan Batten, Seven News.